You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Uh, the best mascot in the Canadian Football League was there. Dare I call him Canada's mascot? <laughs> now I'm just trolling. I, I don't know what's gotten I, into me. You're trolling me. <laughs> Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the Two and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Cura. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, and we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Travis Curra, joined by Brazilian Ty. This episode of Two and Out is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Uh, in Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. So if you switch retailers, nothing changes about the delivery of electricity or natural gas to your home or business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms for leaving. If you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. The choice is yours, and there's a better deal available to you. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Brazilian Thai, I want to start off by asking you about that caterpillar you got growing on your lip. What's the status of it? right now it's still there okay good Uh, i have found some white hairs in it oh were you expecting that So my life (laughs) my my life is basically over (laughs) i can now you know get a start contributing to rrsps and (laughs) telling kids to get off my lawn (laughs) i uh i always thought that you know what it would be nice once I started getting grays in my temples and my beard, and I was I was so going to uh, pull off that George Clooney look so so well, and then it happened, and it was it was a wake up call. Well, not really a wake up call, but man, it's like Father Time's undefeated. Man, you, you can't defeat. You're more it. like <laughs> you look more like Ben Stiller in that. Is that Starsky and Hutch? He's like, do it, just do it. Because like it, it's not like just salt and peppered in there. It's like his sideburns are just straight white. <laughs> um, now I have to tell you, and you know this, the deep disappointment I felt when you showed up to Two and Out Live at the Edmonton Grey Cup in 2018, and then the next day you shaved that mustache off in between. Yeah. When can I expect that deep sense of disappointment this time around? Well, you know, being my friend, you should always be disappointed. <laughs> but, I mean, ask my parents, right? Oh, uh, I, you know, I, I'm sure your mom's <laughs> proud. Well, that's the only one we can ask. <laughs> Low-key joke. I like it. I can, I can always I can always get it in there. I can always get it in uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know why I would shave it off now. The The original plan was like a playoff beard for the Oilers. So, <laughs> you know, I start, sorry, I started growing that in March. <laughs> One, and then, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, 
it, it was bugging me inside my mask because you have to wear masks in camp, right? Yeah. And it was just getting itchy. It was to the point, like, it had been two and a half months and it was still itchy because it doesn't grow very fast. And I just said, screw it, and took my Phillips one blade to it and uh, just kept the mustache. So we'll see. Um, I'll probably leave it for Thanksgiving at least, and we'll go from there. But it sucked. Like, I had to trim it because we'd go out for a beer, and I'd like to drink draft beer. And then, yeah, but my face just feels gross. It's all wet. It's the price the you pay. I think you go full yeah. Lanny, man. I wish I could do that. I don't know if I can. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if I physically can. Like, mentally, I, I can and I want to. I just don't know if physically I can grow one that, that that's that good. I actually had a chat with him. He just doesn't touch it. That's the secret. Patience. Did did you did you try to get any inside info on how they choose members for the Hockey Hall of Fame? Because it doesn't make any sense to anybody. <laughs> I did not. But here we are <laughs> trying to talk about CFL for a season that might not happen mm-hmm. for another, uh, what, nine months? So Yeah, a full term. <laughs> let's get to it. In the huddle with Karan Tai on the Two and Out podcast. The fact that Brazilian Tai could get married and have a baby by the time we see CFL football again is quite sad. What are the? Whoa, what, whoa, whoa, what are whoa, the? Whoa, now whoa. I don't know if that's a dig at you or the CFL, but what what is what are the betting odds there? For me to get married and have a kid by that point? Yeah, if I put 10 bucks down, what what would the payout be? <laughs> More than the Oilers 50-50. 7500000 All right, I'll, I'll waste 10 bucks. I don't care. <laughs> How sad was Labor Day without CFL football? It was just um, empty. And I, I knew... I knew that once Labor Day rolled around that... It would uh, feel real on another level, and that's exactly what happened to me. For me, it wasn't all that bad until the Raptors laid an egg in the first quarter of Game 5 against the Celtics, because then it was just like, well, whatever, I'll turn this off and watch football, and then there was no football on, and it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. And you just have this sense of rage thinking about Labor Day, trying to walk in downtown Regina, trying to find Why? A... <laughs> Why do you bring this up? Why? <laughs> to bring you what, down. What do you plan on getting out of this? To, because misery loves company. That's fair. <laughs> and uh, we're still recording this and show. And I am James Kahn. <laughs> because uh, we have a full uh, 13 people that uh, still want to listen to us uh, talk about all sorts of stupid stuff. Up until uh, hopefully a training camp <laughs> coming up in eight months or whatever. Like we're gonna have to do a we're gonna have to do a question like a an, oh yeah a mailbag episode yeah we'll have to set that up if we get one question at two and out CFL on Twitter or the email the website two and out ca send a message that way uh, I'll answer it or we'll answer it in a couple weeks on the show and uh you'll get a name mention because that is priceless unless it's joe you just did you you blew it i didn't say which i didn't say which joe okay uh but the the (laughs) three you know annual hosts for the classic labor day games 
Um, they each sort of uh, had their fans uh, doing some cool things. In, in Saskatchewan, it was declared Rough Riders Day. Um, the 110th anniversary of the franchise this year. And they don't uh, get to be on the field. And, uh, the 100th year of the franchise, they ended up losing in the Grey Cup to the Alouettes. So, uh, <laughs> well, I guess it's it's good to see your team in the Grey Cup. But sometimes if you're not first, you're last. So I'd rather just not lose. <laughs> yep. I'd rather not rather lose in the first round. <laughs> but they did a. You no, know, I've always said that. I've always said that. And then looking back at my childhood as an Oilers fan, I'm like, losing in the first round <laughs> sucks. <laughs> they had it's like, oh sweet, here come the Dallas Stars again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you beat them, you got Colorado. So Colorado, damn, yeah, damned in if five. Do, damned if you don't. A gentleman's sweep. <laughs> Uh, they had a drive-through event at Mosaic Stadium. Alumni there, uh, the best mascot in the Canadian Football League was there. Dare I call him Canada's mascot? <laughs> now I'm just trolling. I I don't know what's gotten I, into me. You're trolling me. <laughs> Bring back the green eyes, I say. Uh, but they. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna go right back. I'm gonna go back to my draft. <laughs> they sold out these events. So clearly, there's not a problem in Saskatchewan. Um, Hamilton, they launched the Oski Wee Wee Challenge online, which is fun to see. But I think one of the coolest things, and it was just a grassroots movement. Some Calgary Stampeder fans went to McMahon Stadium, where some of these people have been tailgating since birth. (laughs) They've had season tickets and have been going to Labor Day Classics since birth and they did not change the routine they still went to mcmahon stadium set up the tailgate had a good old barbecue and uh you know caught up with some football friends and that was awesome to see and that is what the cfl is all about and i know we bone on calgary all the time but we need to see that parking lot and that stadium full a year from now preferably yes uh i mean I think we got a long way to go, and, and you know, stuff is starting to shut down again because of, uh, you know, some irresponsible people, but it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it, it really hit home this weekend because especially with, you know, this earlier on this year when they said, you know, Labor Day at the earliest is when we can do this, so everybody's looking at it as, you know, kind of, well, yeah, we usually look at it as, you know, a CFL fan's Christmas. Everything kind of happens, and that's when the playoff push starts. And it was going to be, well, if they were going to have a short season, then every game's going to matter from Labor Day in, on out, and it's going to be just like a normal season, and we didn't get it. And then when there's no football on Labor Day and, and you know, nothing else is really normal, it just really, really hits hard. For Rough Rider fans, there's a lot of times where Labor Day is the Grey Cup <laughs> because there is mm-hmm. not going to be a Grey Cup berth. So, you know, a 1-7 in seven team can beat a 7-1 and one team just because of the special nature of the weekend. There's an extra, uh, you know, thickness in the air, uh, the, the changing of the season. It's crisp. Uh, so I know we got a lot of warm Labor Days. There was some snow in uh, parts of Alberta this weekend. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's hot in B.C., but it just signifies so many things. Uh, that weekend, so it was just sad to 
twiddle my thumbs uh, without a long drive to Saskatchewan, and uh, I'm sure my liver is happy, though. Um, and I'm sure come November, my liver is going to be just jumping for joy. <laughs> and your bank account. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. Uh, there was some sad news from the CFL office, and it's to be expected. Um, staff have been laid off. Um, there has been a lot of that going on and we've started to hear some names, uh, that are not with the league at this time. Who knows if, uh, they will be, uh, brought back next year, but that does include, uh, the furlough of VP of football ops. Kevin McDonald has been with the league for two decades. That includes Steve Daniel, who joined the league full time Mm -hmm. in 2007 and is the stats man. And I, I'm pretty sure that Brazilian Ty has his statue in his basement. He's just the <laughs> stats master. And there was a lot of well wishes sent his way from media mm-hmm. that cover this league uh, right before Labor Day because he has made a lot of jobs a lot easier over the past 13 years he's been with the league. Like... I break down stuff as best we can throughout the season, you know, with fantasy wise. But like when you can look at targets over twenty yards and the catch rate, and and you know all the different stuff like that that gets broken down, I, it's 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 something else, man. It, it's it's amazing the work that those guys have to do. It, it's it's stupid. And then you look at somebody like Derek Taylor and and the stuff he does, even when he was full time at TSN, the stuff that he broke like. Stats is a lot of work, and it you know, is, man. It, you know, I, I spend maybe an hour and a half on it a week breaking stuff down fantasy wise. For these guys, it's 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 you know, it's it's their job basically, and it's crazy. They must spend hours on each game. Like it's, I think it's you actually really hard to put into perspective uh, the work that one person has to put in when watching mm-hmm. a single game, right? Well. I, you know, I guess getting the one thing, they got rid of QB pressure, so you're not watching that as much anymore. Uh, so, I mean, that's one less thing, but there's so many things that you, you have to look at on a play, whether it's targets, uh, you know, penalties. Like, there's the statutes that we get break that, like, it gives you play-by-play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it gives you a, a sequential order of what happened, and, and each play has a description. And, you know, just stuff like it, it's crazy the amount of stuff that goes into what they do. Like, and I don't think it gets appreciated enough because we don't see a lot of that stuff. Like, we, we don't we don't see the targets over a certain yard. It's just targets. Yeah. We don't see, like, yeah, we see yards after catch, but we don't see, uh, like, you know, yards after contact and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's, it, you get those on the TV side. And, you know, they, they share those during the game, but you don't get a you don't get the full complement of stats that they actually go through on, on the website. It's, I don't think it's fair kind of makes, makes them a little underappreciated, but I mean, just even going through what we do every week, uh, I know how crazy it can be. 
Yeah. And this it's nothing compared to what they do. Yeah, I know uh, he was really nice. He got us onto the mailing list and sent us the stats packages after the game. And I, mm-hmm. I know it's quite nerdy stuff that nobody really cares about, but he's always uh, treated us well if we needed anything. And he just seems like an all-around uh, great guy. And, and I, I don't want to, uh, you know, ignore it, but there's a lot of great people that do work behind the scenes. Uh, that are going to be moving on because of there being no season and maybe a change in the way business is done. And we ended up seeing on Tuesday that Brody Lawson has been furloughed by uh, the CFL. Mm-hmm. And she has been uh, uh, really involved with the fans over the past number of years. And uh, a lot of fans on a really um, almost a personal level just because of her kindness and uh, her support. I know it was a lot for her when uh, they did the Grey Cup fit up and the CFL grind and mm-hmm. a lot of people made positive changes in their lives and really looked up to her. And I, I know it was a lot of pressure, but she checked in the best she could with each person and it was almost like she was a bridge between the fans and a league that means so much uh to the people in this country and it just uh her relationship with the fans just uh it, it meant so much to uh, so many uh so she she'll be missed and hopefully uh, she'll get back uh with the CFL when things get up and running in that 2021 but either way she's got a bright future she's such a great person yeah, and when we talk about how this league has missed the generation, right? Yeah, yeah. Of fans. Uh, and, you know, stuff like that, especially with Grey Cup Fit Up and uh, the grind and all that stuff that she's done and the social media engagement. And that's the fans you want is the people that are on the, the age demographic that are the majority on, uh, you know, social media. That's, that's the fans you're trying to get back into the CFL. Uh, and, you know, it's a great way to do it. And you're also, you know, helping people become healthy and, and start working out and everything. That's great. But just the, the engagement and everything to get people interested again or, or to gain new fans uh, was huge. And like you said, yeah, she will be missed, but it's part of the business. And I'm sure it was, it's nothing personal or not anything right. like that. It's just the way it's got to be right now. Uh, and that's not saying that there won't be a job for her when everything gets back up and running either. Who knows? That's such a strength of this league, the... Uh engagement level when it comes to social media like i know you know when when you see you know the cfl is following you on twitter it's like whoa that's pretty sweet (laughs) you're not gonna see that from pretty much any other league you know so the only time the nhl will follow you is so they can dm you to tell you to take a video down (laughs) and then block you (laughs) yes uh, let's talk about some on the field stuff. We did see that U Sports is going to extend eligibility mm-hmm. for players. Well, the Canadian Junior Football League is also uh, going to do that. So players will be able to play uh, until they're 22, which it is crazy to me that uh, kids that were born in 1998 are. Uh, Looking at maybe playing in the CFL. So, uh, life is uh, uh, really gone. <laughs> dude. When the draft happens for the NHL in October, it's the 2002 birth year. 
Oh, man. Like, come on. You want to talk about feeling old? No wonder I got white hairs in my mustache. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, we've got Canadian Junior Football uh, back for 2021. Uh, we did uh, talk about it a little bit. Uh, Henry Burris was spending some time in Chicago. And looks like he's going to be spending a little bit more time in Chicago as Mr. Burris. going to turn that program around. <laughs> another one. He's going to take another league and uh, turn it around. I, I guess he's staying on as a seasonal coach. I don't really know what that means. Mm-hmm. That, that, I have no idea what anything means in the NFL anymore. That sounds like a Chris uh, Jones in Saskatchewan term. Yeah, seasonal. Um, <laughs> They're just seasonal, seasonal players. Cheating, <laughs> seasonal terrible coaching. Um, I think that Henry Burr should be on the active roster instead of Mitch Trubisky. Hey, maybe that's why he's there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, Anything would be better than that. They traded up to get him, and he sucks. I don't get it. <laughs> Man, that uh, NFL field, old Hank, would be uh, blasting oh. those throws. It'd be great. <laughs> I'd buy a bear. I'd buy a Henry Burris jersey. A Henry Burris Bears jersey. Yeah. Man, I feel like that. 100%. That would be a big deal in Brazilian ties world. Oh, well, I can't get a Green Bay. Packers jersey because they beat my Steelers in a Super Bowl. So, but you have no other uh, bones to pick with any uh, the rest of the NFC North. Um, well, I mean Minnesota can suck it, but that's just because it's Minnesota, <laughs> and the the Detroit Lions don't beat anybody. So, yeah, there's nothing to worry about there. <laughs> I'd let them date my sister. <laughs> You should probably take that joke out. Nah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I I really think I need to leave it in. Oh man, this might be our last episode. <laughs> Your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Like Mike Milbury. Oh no. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the National mm-hmm. Football League here because they're actually this year is going to be a number of CFL players that some CFL fans are going to be rooting for. And I know uh, plenty of listeners to this show probably watch NFL and if they don't, they might think, well, who the heck should I cheer for? And they're actually, with a lot of players opting out of contracts and just the talent level in the CFL, there's a lot of guys that will be able to root for south of the border and hopefully be able to watch this year. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals, who on their practice roster do have Richie Leone, who is uh, last with uh, the Ottawa Red Blacks. He did sign the extension, but went down there. They have a 38-year-old punting right now, so uh, I don't know. Maybe Richie Leone has a shot. <laughs> Is it Martine Gramatica? He's going to pull his hamstring celebrating? <laughs> but Lo- Leone's on the practice squad. What's even better is that Chris Strebler, and I know Bomber fans are going to miss him, especially after that uh, crazy run. And can we... I can't believe it hasn't been a year ago yet. It feels like it's been five years, but 
that Grey Cup parade, Chris Strebler putting on the show, having the <laughs> the best Grey Cup celebrations we have possibly ever seen. Um, but now he's in the NFL, and he actually has cracked the 53-man roster in Arizona. And people, coaches there have been just raving about the athleticism of him, and I really mm-hmm. hope that we get to see him doing something. I, I don't know what is going to happen, but clearly we saw it here. He can do a lot with the ball, and maybe he'll be uh, you know, carrying the ball here and there for Arizona. Well, I think for the most part, he's going to be short yardage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they spent a first-round pick last year on Kyler Murray. Uh, but, you know, being in a system, uh, you know, practice day in, day out, Kyler Murray gets hurt. There is a chance he could see more playing time, of course, but I, I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy. Uh, maybe if they're going to run some Wildcat stuff or whatever. Uh, but it is nice to see these guys catch on. Uh, and the thing with the practice roster this year, the NFL is, is different. Yeah, it is. Uh, because, you know, you can have up to six vets on your practice roster. So then it doesn't go against the cap. And you can activate two of them a week and then send them back to your practice roster without having to go through waivers. Okay. So you're going to see a lot of movement there. So guys that are on practice roster deals are, are probably going to get shuffled back and forth a little bit. So... I mean, it, it, just because they're on the practice roster doesn't mean they're going to have to wait for an injury. And Okay. But, I mean, with, with how things are going, uh, you know, there's going to be guys that are going to, you know, it'll be a Thursday, COVID symptoms. Okay, this guy has come off the PR till the test comes back. And maybe and if the test doesn't come back before they can travel with the team, you know, it's going to be a lot of that this year, I think, too. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to be a revolving door at practice roster for a lot of these teams. There have been a handful of other former CFLers that have made uh, 53-man rosters in the NFL as well. Former Saskatchewan Rough Rider Sam Aguavin, uh joins the Miami Dolphins. and uh, Poor guy. Yeah, I know it's the Dolphins, <laughs> but Aguavin was a monster uh with the riders mm-hmm. so good for him uh Deontay St- and and they've had good they've had good luck with getting guys yeah they did uh, from the CFL little guy named uh, so. Cam Wake did okay didn't he yeah little <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it to his face I'd say you said it <laughs> oh thanks thank you um Deontay Spencer spent uh, last year in the NFL, but he also makes the uh, 53-man with the Broncos. We see Devon Campbell, who spent uh, a couple seasons with Montreal, was in Saskatchewan for a bit, Calgary for a cup of coffee. He's only 27 years old. Uh, He's with the 53-man for the Chargers. He is all about the speed, and uh, that's why... The NFL loves him. Uh, former Alex or former Calgary Stampeder Alex Singleton is on the 53 man in Philadelphia. And former, I guess, Edmonton Football Club team member Brandon Zilstra is with Carolina. So there is a few guys uh, to cheer for this year. Who's throwing to him in Carolina now? <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? That's, uh, I couldn't even tell you. What do you think about those? Uh, jerseys in carolina i think they're some of the slickest I, in the league i love those jerseys in carolina 
They are awesome. Uh, some other players that are going to be spending time uh, in the NFL. Dakota Shepley signed of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, uh, ended up signing with the 49ers. They did waive him. He's expected to uh, spend time on the practice roster. Reggie Bagleton uh, got waived by Green Bay. Same deal. Uh, expected to spend time on the practice roster there. I think Reggie Bagleton, that big body guy, he could... Mm-hmm. He could do well uh, in that Green Bay offense if he ever gets a shot. And Aaron Rodgers can literally throw to anybody. I guess that's a thing. (laughs) You don't even need to be open. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He will will find you. Uh, Another rough rider, Derek Moncrief, linebacker there, signs with the Rams practice Mm -hmm. roster. Nate Hawley joins the Miami Dolphins practice roster. So they they like their uh, CFL players there after striking gold with Cam Wake. Uh, Nate Hawley was a beast. And they do they do have the smartest quarterback in the NFL. Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. And then once he gets hurt in week four, it'll be uh, Tua. So who basically would have made more in Alabama than he would in Miami. But. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Duke Williams remains with the... Uh, Buffalo Bills on their practice roster. He did get some time last year with Buffalo, so I'm sure he's going to see the same again this year. So there's there's more, uh, but there are some uh, CFL guys to look out for uh, in the NFL this year if you're trying to pick a team. What's interesting is we haven't seen any quarterbacks um, give uh, a shot to the NFL. It did look like, well... I should say McLeod Bethel Thompson uh, did go down there to give it a shot. But uh, Vernon Adams Jr. was going to opt out of his contract with the Alouettes and then Mm -hmm. changed his mind. I don't know what happened there if he saw, "Eh, I'm not seeing any sort of good offers. I'd rather just sit this one out than bounce around on practice rosters. And they just went back to Montreal uh, or what. But uh, Vernon Adams Jr. is going to be sticking with the Montreal Alouettes when things get back up and running next year. And that might be the team that I feel the most for during this whole shutdown because they've got this new owner in place. uh, Owners, I should say. And (laughs) and the... um, Momentum they had coming out of last year with Kahari Jones and Vernon Adams Jr. They might have been the most exciting team to watch in the CFL. Yeah. You know, you know who's gonna, you know who is really gonna benefit from this time off though and be healthy come opening day on Montreal. Who? Taylor Loeffler. Oh. <laughs> Your boy's gonna be back hundred percent in twenty twenty one. You find me, you find me a better, a better safety right now. Canadian safety, and you can't say Tunde. Okay, well, why don't you uh, grow your flow I'm not like growing Taylor? My hair out like Taylor. Lockett. Why? Because I'd done it before, and I was in kindergarten, and I made a terrible choice. <laughs> we need to see these pictures. I know this is an audio show, them. but I want to see them. Your mom has them. Mom has them. Okay. Yeah, I had a ponytail. I thought it was Billy Ray Cyrus. Nice. Don't tell my heart, my achy yeah. breaky heart. Oh, that's not even his best song. What is? This is crazy. <laughs> Could have been me. Some gave all. <laughs> wow. Like, come on. Okay, how many more Billy Ray songs can you name? 
None. Oh, that just those three? Yeah, they're all in the first album. Does Old Town Road count? Don't. That's that's how hip I am, just man. Don't. That is how hip <laughs> I am. Oh yeah, super hip. Speaking of hip, have you heard the have you heard the Jonas Brothers song that came out earlier this summer? I just heard it like a couple weeks ago. I'm a sucker for you. Banger. What's it called? No, uh, what a man got to do. It's in heavy rotation in my work truck. I got I got to say, I'm just living my COVID life. I I don't know what's up or down yesterday or tomorrow. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not gotten a haircut since I know February or March. I'm looking pretty hairy. The, the pressure from the female side of the household is really closing in for me to get a haircut. But I'm hanging Don't. on. If no, because if you lose, if you if you do it, if you give in, then you're just going to be a doormat. <laughs> Stand your ground. Marriage advice from Brazilian Thai. Uh, the love doctor. <laughs> I also want to mention. Okay, Ty Long of the Chargers uh, is having a cool initiative uh, this year. I guess for every coffin or punt he kicks out of bounds inside the 20, um, he's going to donate 50 bucks to Special Olympics. So good for him uh, for making it in the NFL, getting opportunity with the Chargers. You've been watching Hard Knocks. They got the all-CFL uh, kicking team. Yeah, I was watching, and they, they all have trackers. So if you're standing too close to somebody for too long, it beeps at you to get away. Oh, does it? And like, he's right next. Yeah, he's like, Hawarlahu was the second name. I was like, oh, that should be fun for NFL announcers. I I got a spoiler alert for uh, Hawarlahu. Uh, no, no, go. don't you dare. Got let go. As of Monday. Well, I don't even need to watch episode five. Oh, I want to see him on Monday Night Football now. Because uh, the play-by-play guys on Monday Night Football suck. <laughs> so it could it could be quite the adventure. Uh, so there's some uh, former CFL players to cheer for in the NFL this year. Uh, not really much going on, if uh, we're being completely honest, but we're still here talking our way through the pandemic, talking our way through the year-and-a-half-long off-season. Oh, my God. So should we open up the mailbag now, Ty? You have one? No, but I'm just saying for next episode. Oh, Oh, absolutely. What else are we going to do? All right. At 2andOutCFL on Twitter. 2andOut.ca. Click uh, mailbag. Uh, let's face it, if you don't ask us any questions, we might not have a show. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. We could, we could oh. shoot the breeze about stupid stuff I, for a really long time. I watched a movie time. for like the first time in three months yesterday. Well, what did you watch? Uh, the Gentleman. I think I just added it on my list, which means nothing. Because my list, if I sat down and watched my it. My list is so long. Yeah, it would take me a month of watching it. Probably yeah. 16 hours a day, and that's not going to Spe- happen. Speaking of 16 hours a day, uh, I won the World Series on the weekend and then started my next season, and I'm 11-1. and one. <laughs> There's uh, the Toronto Blue Jays winning the World Series. What year was it? Back-to-back, 2020 and 2021. Oh, back-to-back. So what, 27 years after their last World Series virtually? Nice. Yeah, I'll take it. And they're going to have a playoff spot this year. 
they're the five seed right now, and they just beat the Yankees tonight again. Well, I think I saw there was like a 90% chance of them making the playoffs, and Ty, as a Jays fan, there's a 10% chance of them not making the playoffs. So you know that this basically might as well be 100. <laughs> like, Teoscar Hernandez, oblique injury, sweet, he's Uh-oh. gone. Bichette, out still. Ken Giles, still out. I texted my my one buddy. I'm like, after we got the Tay Oscar news, I'm like, well, season's over. Then they score a ten run sixth inning against the Yankees. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, maybe they'll uh, they'll give you some October magic, buddy. The way everything else is going, it's gonna be the only thing worth watching. <laughs> the Raptors put up any more eleven point quarters might be a little tough to beat the Celtics. We are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and this episode of Two and Out was brought to you by ATB. There's nothing like the feeling of putting a smile on someone's face. So enter ATB Goodness Grows, where one act of goodness can create a chain reaction across the province. Where goodness grows, ATB will be creating moments where Albertans can come together for a smile. If you want to join in, follow the hashtag ATB Goodness Grows on social to see all the goodness growing across Alberta. Follow along, get inspired, and help share the goodness. I'm Travis Curra, joined by Brazilian Ty. We will be back in two weeks. What we'll talk about, I don't know. Don't judge us for the next few episodes, for over the next eight or nine months, whatever it is. <laughs> Rate and review on your favorite podcatcher, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.